The Prophet ﷺ told us that the very first thing that you and I will be asked about on the Day of Judgment is our prayers. And he says that if your prayers are okay, then everything else will be okay, that you will have succeeded. And if your prayers are not, then you will have failed. We, sometimes we put a lot of effort into other things in our life, but if our prayers aren't in order, we won't be able to be successful. This is very clear. And in fact, and this is something I want you to really reflect on, there are a lot of sins that a person can commit, right? But do you know that there are no single scholar who says that if you commit, if you steal, there's no scholar who says if you steal, you're no longer a Muslim. There's no scholar who says that if you commit fornication or adultery, you're no longer a Muslim. There's no scholar who says that if you drink alcohol, you're no longer a Muslim. Even the taking of life. And yet there are scholars who say, based on a hadith, that if you don't pray, you could be considered no longer a Muslim. Yet we take our prayer very lightly. We can point fingers at someone who's clubbing and drinking and doing these things, and yet we take our own prayers lightly. Although in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is a greater sin? A person, you know, some scholars say that a person who purposely leaves their prayers, like out of, you know, just to disobey, that this can actually be considered something that makes you no longer a Muslim. There's a hadith that the Prophet ﷺ says that the difference between the Muslim and the disbeliever is in the, in the salah. So the first thing we need to focus on in this path back to God is our prayers. So many times people say, you know, I want to get closer to God, but I don't know how. What do I do? Where do I start? This is where you start. You start in solidifying and rectifying your prayers. And you become firm in them, meaning that no matter what situation you're in, you never give up your prayer. It also means that you take the prescription as it is prescribed. So when you go to the doctor, doctor gives you a medication. Suppose you need antibiotics for a very bad infection. And doctor says you need to take this three times a day at specific times of the day, right? You need to take it once in the morning, once in the afternoon, and once in the evening before you sleep. What happens if you say, you know what, forget about that doctor. I'm going to take the medicine whenever I feel like it. You know, some days I won't take it at all. Some days I'll take two pills and miss one. And some days I'll take all three right before I sleep. Okay, what's going to happen? Well, either it's not going to work and you'll get sicker and sicker, or you could actually overdose and kill yourself, right? What do we do with our prayers? Well, we say, you know, I'll, I'll take it, you know, whenever I feel like, when I have time. Would you do that with medicine? 
Would you do that with medicine? I don't have time right now, so I'll just take it all before I sleep. We wouldn't do that with medicine because we're very, it's, you know, we're very careful to take care of our body. We're very careful about our body. Would you ever go a few days without eating anything? Not unless you're trying to kill yourself, right? Would you ever go a few days without drinking anything? A week? We are very keen not to starve our bodies. We are very keen to take care of our bodies and to give our body medicine when it's sick. We're very keen to clean our bodies. But we completely neglect our soul. We completely neglect our hearts. We don't feed our hearts properly. We don't take the medicine properly. And we don't clean it properly. Now, how do we do these three things? You know, with our bodies, if you want to get in shape, what do you do? You eat healthy and regularly. You don't skip meals, you know, for days at a time. And then you work out. And when you work out, does anyone say, okay, I want to get in shape. You know, I want a six pack or whatever. And so I'm going to go and I'm going to work out one day for like eight hours straight. And then I'm not going to work out again for two months. Is that going to work? It doesn't work, right? Everyone knows that doesn't work. Is it better for you to go and work out for eight hours straight and not go for another month or two? Or is it better to do even 25 minutes every single day? Which one is better? You're going to see results with 25 minutes every day, but you are not going to see results with the eight hours and nothing, right? So we see this in the physical reality. It's the same exact rule in the spiritual world. The Prophet ﷺ said that Allah loves the deeds which are constant even if they're small. Do you see what that means? It means that this whole, I'm going to read the Qur'an five times in Ramadan and then not open it for another um, whatever many months, that doesn't work. That's like the person who goes to the gym for eight hours and then doesn't work out for another few months. You can't eat a really, really big meal and then say, okay, I'm good now for the next two weeks. Right? It doesn't work. Allah is the same one who created the system of our physical world as the one who created the system of the spiritual world. You understand there's only one designer. The same designer who made the physical world and designed the rules of the physical world also made and designed the rules of the spiritual world. What works in the physical world works in the spiritual world. And what does not work in the physical world does not work in the spiritual world. But, you know, sometimes we're like, yeah, I'm going to pray when I get home, right? It's that person who's taking all three pills before they sleep. But I'm, I have a question for you and I want you to... Think about it for yourself. See, I, I want to clarify something. It's not only a sin to miss prayer, but it is a sin to pray outside of the time of prayer. And it's a major sin. So when Allah says Fajr is to be prayed in a certain time interval, which we know, right? It must be prayed in that time interval. When Allah says that Dhuhr is supposed to be from Dhuhr until Asr, it must be prayed in that time interval. Asr, he gives us the time between Asr and Maghrib. 
Maghrib, he gives us from Maghrib to Isha. And Isha, from Isha until some say midnight, some say Fajr. The point here is we have an interval of time. Now, a lot of people come and say, I can't pray it on time because of X, Y, Z reason. Some of those reasons are, I'm busy at work, or I'm busy at school, or I'm in a meeting, or I'm at the mall, or I'm watching a game, or I'm watching a movie, or I'm at a party, whatever it is. But the question we have to ask ourselves is this, and this is a very just sort of, it's, it's sort of a comical question, but it's very real. And that is, imagine that you're in the most important meeting of your life. You're in the most important exam of your life. You're having the most comfortable sleep of your life. And you need to use the bathroom. It's, 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 it's inevitable. It's going to happen, right? And you need to use the bathroom. So my question to you is, what do you do? You take your leave and you go to the bathroom. But what if it's a really important meeting? What if it's a really important exam? What if it was the most comfortable sleep of your entire life? Are you really going to get up and use the bathroom? Yeah. Who says, you know what? I got to finish this exam, so I'm just going to take care of my business right here where I'm at. Does anyone do that? Yeah, not since you were five. Not even five. Right? Or you're sleeping and you're like, I'm way too comfortable. Who cares? Who, right? That's like, right? Four-year-old maybe, five-year-old, but not since. What do you do? You get up, no matter how tired you are. You, get, you step out of that meeting, no matter how important it is. You get up away from the exam, no matter how important it is, and you go and use the bathroom. Am I right? Okay. So my question to you is, where there's a will, there's obviously a way. Because you have made it a priority. Why do you do that? Why do you say, no matter what, I'm going to go use the bathroom? No matter what it is that you're going to have to sacrifice, the potential humiliation of taking care of your business where you're at far outweighs any other consequences. Am I right? So your professor's not going to like it. Well, sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. I got to go. <laughs> right? You're in bed. You're comfortable. I'm sorry. I got to get up. So don't you think it's strange that we put the needs of our body over the needs of our soul? Don't you think it's actually tragic? Because our body is passing away anyways. Our body is going to end up in the dirt. And it's our soul that lasts. And it's our soul that we're stuck with. You know, however you took care of your soul, you're stuck with it. You're stuck with it forever. Forever. Can you imagine that? Whatever condition you, you left your soul in, that you made your soul in, you're stuck with it. And you can't escape it. You can't go back and say, no, let me purify. Let me clean it up a little bit. You're stuck forever. Whereas your body, you get a new one. You know what I'm saying? It's going. It's changing. It's passing away. And yet our focus in life is take care of my body. 
take care of my bodily needs, take care of my physical needs. I want, I take. I, my desires command, I obey. But we neglect the soul that's lasting and that's returning to Allah, and then you're stuck with it. In whatever, in whatever state you have, have, have built, in whatever, however much you've purified your soul and your heart, that's what you're stuck with forever. We need to feed our hearts. We need to feed our souls with the remembrance of God. First and foremost, our prayers. If you can leave your exam or your class or your meeting or your comfortable bed to use the bathroom, you can leave to pray. Because if you make something a priority, you'll make a way for it. Our problem is it just isn't a priority. Let's be real. It just isn't. It just isn't. If you make it a priority, you'll do it. Feeding the heart with the remembrance of Allah. Remember that the one who does not remember Allah, the Prophet said that the difference between the one who remembers Allah and the one who does not is like the difference between the living and the dead. 